definitely one or two too many Jamaican accents as well. So uh, <laughs> we might need to put a disclaimer on this episode. Disclaimers. I'm, just, uh... I'm, I'm, I'm down for disclaimers. I'll let them know there's a few Caribbean voices in here, but that's all good. <laughs> Welcome to In The Salmon. Nuan, it's been a while since our last episode as well. Yeah. It's good to see you. I hope you've been well. I've been... Um, what did you get up to uh, last week? Me, last week? Uh, well, I had a, mm. I had a buy and uh, I was actually uh, given an offer to do some career commentary uh, for the Melbourne High School Old Boys Career Club, so I'm keen for that. And oh, uh, Yeah, yeah, I went to train with them as well. It was good. It was good stuff. It was good stuff just to um, sort of branch out my... Uh, cricket commentary endeavors so uh on sundays now i'll be um providing a bit of uh yeah a bit of frog box commentary for the melbourne high old boys on frog box yeah on frog box yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know the oh, um, i love frog yeah. box you have to send me a link yeah yeah dude if, look honestly if you play on if you play on sundays I'll, I'll, I'll even come down and do some commentary for your team as well no i don't play sunday oh ladies but uh but that would be, a, yeah. be it's, it's just a, it's just a, like you know i'm trying to just sort of put some feelers out there try and uh, build a yeah. bit of a portfolio but it's uh, it's good fun why and, not and, you know, I just rely on my cricket to um, tell me who's batting and what their stats are and things like that. So, you know. Yeah, I'm sure you get the hang of it. It'll only get better. Yeah, it's been good fun. It's been good fun. And it's it's kind of nice to just get back into regular cricket now. Once the, uh, mm. you know, now that the, the, the World Cup is all done and dusted and we're, you know, now focusing on the typical bilaterals and, and, and whatnot. So, uh, that's right. So the dust it, is settling. Yes, yeah, exactly right. So it should be in for a, a pretty good summer of cricket. Uh, for sure. Mm, that's good to hear. Speaking of summer of cricket, we do have... It's quite refreshing for you, perhaps. We've got a couple of yeah. test matches that I want to talk oh, about. Yes, <laughs> test cricket, the best. <laughs> oh, yes. The best form of cricket. Nothing nothing better oh, than test matches. Look, look, let's not get into that because uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to argue with you, right? So early into the episode. <laughs> no, but no. Um, no, West Indies have come down to Australia yes. and the first test match has concluded... Official score is Australian winning by 164 runs. Yeah. Um, we actually saw a couple of uh, superstars regain some form, yes. which is great. Yes. One of those superstars being Steve Smith, mm-hmm. um, scoring a double 100 not out in the first innings, yeah. as well as Manus Labushagni, <laughs> uh, 204, uh, really good knock. Yeah. Um, Travis Head, very unlucky to turn up as well, got uh, bowled by Craig Brathwaite yeah. for 99. the first innings. Yeah. I'll let you take it away. What are your thoughts on uh, the second, third, and fourth innings? What do you think uh, West Indies did well? Where do you think they sort of need to improve coming into the next test? Look, number one, their bowling is like not up to the mark. Their bowling is very okay. pedestrian, mediocre, all those kind of words. I mean, I know I know, I was sort of hyping up um, Alzari Joseph to you a little bit. And, um, you know, Jane... Seals, I believe it was. Jane, no, sorry, uh, sorry, yeah, Jane Seals, but also um, <laughs> Alzari Joseph, but... Yeah, Jaden Seals is yep. one kid that I'd sort of been hyping up to. I, I mean, only because, you know, uh, the former um, West Indies commentator, uh, Ian Bishop, was hyping him up a lot in the World Cup and things like oh, that. Oh, okay. So you're going to put the blame on Ian Bishop. Well, now. I mean, look, you know, I, don't, I, I don't know Jaden Seals. I just know the name. And then, you know, Ian <laughs> Bishop is like, look out for this young man. He's going to make a big impact on the game. And then... <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely changed your tone. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, next thing you know, you know, young Jaden Seals. I mean, look, he's only 20. 21 years old so look definitely won't be like you know criticizing fully but i mean mm-hmm. you know was anyone expecting a result otherwise you know west indies have been mediocre in test cricket for, mm. for a very long time um you yep. know every now and again they produce you know brilliant results but it's often at home 
um, often in Antigua mm-hmm. or like Guyana, one of those places. Um, but you know, when they were coming here, like everyone kind of already knew the result. You know what was going to unfold. I mean, well done to uh, you know Craig Brathwaite, the West Indies captain. Uh, he made a really, yes. really good 110 <coughs> of 188 balls. And honestly, yep. at the end of the fourth day, I thought the West Indies were in with a chance. Like, not, maybe not to win, but I was like, you know what? If if they can hang around the whole day, you know, obviously there'll be mm. a draw and that'll be a huge result for them. Definitely. But then obviously, you know, Brathwaite got out. That was a good ball from line as well, by the way. It just came on really fast. But, you know, it was mm. a typical procession of wickets for the West Indies. Um, there was a bit of a fight back there. In the sense that, uh, you know, Rustin Chase and even Alzari Joseph, I think they made like an yes. 80 or 90 run partnership. And they, at one point, I was like, hang on a minute, there might be something, there might be something left in the tank here for the West Indies. Yeah. But, you know, Australia always, you would have, you would have put your money on Australia to just wrap it up, wrap it up from there. You know, six figures for Nathan Lyon. He did get hit for a few sixes though, which was quite funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's West Indies. What do you expect? You know, yeah. they come with a blast. Yeah, they come and, in hot. Uh, you know, there's not much to say. I mean, you know, we need that. The world, I think, the ICC needs to do something about the West Indies and their performance in tests of late because it's. You think it, the ICC needs to do something? Well, I mean, it's like this, right? Like, it's sort of bring, <laughs> what, what could they possibly do? <laughs> well, I mean, something has to be like something has to be done about the West Indies and their abysmal standards of cricket. You know, it's. It's beyond embarrassing, you know. It's it's kind of like it's a hundred. Hey, hey, hey! It's one hundred sixty four runs. They lost by one hundred sixty four. No, look. What I'm saying is, don't take away from like they 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 put up a good fight. Like it was really good to see mm-hmm. that, you know. Like at one point, I literally thought there was a chance that they at least hold on for a draw, you know. But yeah, like I don't see the West Indies winning for like another 10, 15 years, you know. If I if I'll be honest, and like look, a series down under. Yeah, and, and then uh, you know maybe I'll jinx it. Maybe they will. Maybe they will win in Adelaide. I'd love to see them win yeah. in, win in Adelaide. And you know something, I said, the last time the West Indies won a test match in Australia was back in 1997. What? Yeah. Yeah, check the stats. A test match or a test series? Test match. The last time they won a test series was like back in 1995 or something. Oh, that's that's so how sad. that's how abysmal they are. Like since the, ter- since the turn of the millennium, post-2000, uh, the West Indies have never won a test match in Australia. Which they, still is... have, they still had Lara and stuff in the early 2000s. They so. did, but Lara's, Lara was carrying like a sinking ship, man. Lara was just yeah. carrying like a, a really mediocre team. Like he was obviously world class, no doubting that. Mm. But then don't forget he retired in two thousand and five or two thousand and six. So yeah, you know, the fifteen years like, after that, you know, the, yeah, exactly. The Windies never won a test, even with Chris Gale, like you know, hitting that triple century or something in Australia and Perth uh, back in two thousand nine. Still, still, it wasn't I- enough, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think the problem. I think. Uh, yeah, sorry, continue. <laughs> I think one thing that I wanted to say, um, yeah. Nuan, is like. You know the amount of bowls that these these guys used West Indies. I'm talking about yeah. in the first innings yeah. so, was so many. Oh yeah. And like if if your leading spearhead is Kimar Roach, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's still Kimar Roach. Yeah. I know you've got you know Jason Holder there, and you've got Aljari Alzari Joseph. Yeah. He's a very good bowler. Yeah. Right. He's still very raw and still fresh. Though, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Um, Kimar Roach is is very good, but he's bowling probably 15 k's slower than he. Oh yeah. He used to be like 10 years ago, yeah. right? He's he's also yeah. Pretty much, uh, you know, the same stage that Lara was in the early two thousands, right? Yeah. Twilight end of his career. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what's happening. Like, you know, you had Kyle Myers bowling measly one twenty one twenty one. He was bowling very well though. Yeah, she was right? bowling well, stump to stump, <laughs> you know, stump to stump, like yes. on a length. Good swing. Mm. The thing with West Indies, I think for me, they don't prioritize cr- Test cricket anymore. The, I think there's an attitude problem. I mean, that bowling attack was never going to threaten Australia, like seriously threaten Australia. Maybe. 
No, you're right. Maybe Alzari Joseph because he's got a bit of spice. He's got a bit of pace and a bit of bounce. Um, yep. He can cause a few problems. But, you know, Kimar Roach is... I remember when he first came on the scene, they were comparing him to Malcolm Marshall and all these, like, great West Indies fast bowlers. I, I'm... <laughs> he's about a quarter of Malcolm Marshall's Of course, height. no. Let's, let's... You, 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 <laughs> cannot, you cannot touch Malcolm Marshall. But I remember when he first came <laughs> yeah. on the scene, they were comparing his bowling action and Malcolm Marshall's bowling uh, action... But of course, Malcolm Marshall is like fifteen to twenty k's faster, so that's where the that's where the comparison yeah. ended. Not only that, obviously. I mean, Malcolm... no, Roach, Roach was quick though. Right? He was quick yeah, at the start. Like I do remember 140s. that. Yeah. But the remember West Indies... an absolute blistering spell to uh, Jacques Callas. Yeah, if you've yeah, seen that one, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah one for the books. But, uh... but you're right. This bowling lineup is very, very. Um... Yeah, it's uh, they were never going to trouble Australia, yeah. and the fact that they had to they declared on both the first and yeah. the second innings, it's um, you know, just really shows. It's you know yeah. It's Australia were in control pretty much the whole way through. It's embarrassing, like you know, <laughs> you know, little you know Jason Holder bowling little one twenty one thirty k mediums and Kyle Mayo's bowling you know his little medium. Did paces. you just say little Jason Holder? I said he's like and he's I know he's a big he's a big unit. I know he's a big unit. He's like six he's foot a four. Bloody giant. I don't know. <laughs> six foot four, six foot four. Jason Holder bowling his little one thirty per hour. Yeah. Oh okay, that's what right. I meant. I must have misheard you. <laughs> Gosh, uh, but you're right. Well, what do you think they should do differently come next test? Do you um, think they've got a chance of? Is there something that they might be able to salvage to even scrape through a draw next next test? Can they do I, something? I, or? I think. Look, one one positive I'll say about the West Indies is their is their batting shows promise. Okay, it's it's nowhere in the league of Australia. Brathwaite show promise. No, no, I, I really rated um, uh, Tagnarayan Chandrapal, uh, the son of Shibna, okay, yep. the son of Shibnarayan Chandrapal. He had a good outing. Yep. Um, there's a few deficiencies in his technique, though. Like, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not like an expert or like I'm not Ricky Ponting, but just as like a fan watching, you know, the game, uh, watching Tagnarine bat, um, he is very susceptible to that away swinger outside the off stump because obviously he okay. he does sort of copy his father's, uh, you know, batting stance a little bit. Yes. And uh, you know, when when it works, when it works, it works. But when you bowl in that channel, there were a lot of times that he was playing and missing a lot. Like, and it was like by the smallest margins. So mm-hmm. either maybe Ricky Ponting or Brian Lara needs to have a chat with him and uh, tell him to get more across his like off stump and yeah. just cover that, you know? Maybe you can tell him no one. Yeah, I will, 100% I will. I'll just, I'll just fly yeah, down to... Just slide to his DMs. I will, you know what? No, no, you don't need to tell him in person. Yeah, like, just, give him a, just hit him up. You know, be like, oi, tag me right now. Just, just a quick word. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be like, he just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but, this guy? Why is he giving me such good advice? Yeah. No, but I thought Chandrapal played well. I think he uh, he, he was he was great. Um, he shows promise, you know. Mm. You know, Craig Brathwaite, the captain, easily the best batsman um, for the West Indies. I think where West yep. Indies will have a chance at least of drawing or even, you know, by miracle winning uh, is in their mm-hmm. batting. And I think one thing that they might like yes. about Adelaide, because the next test is in Adelaide, is Adelaide is typically like a batting friendly wicket like it is you know mm-hmm. it's got a it's got a reputation for big scores um the pitch flattens out really well day three day four often really good days for batting on at adelaide so you know mm-hmm. if the west indies batsmen can fill their boots in you know there can be some big runs to be had there that's right as long as we give them give them a good fight that's what we want yeah we can ask for i mean yeah. you know what are your thoughts on the west indies cricket team as a whole like you know we saw them crash out of the world cup unexpectedly well yeah, unexpectedly, um, you know. Yeah, well, no, it was unexpected in the T20 yeah. arena, for sure. Like, yeah. you know, do do people, like, you know, do the Caribbean people really care about cricket anymore like they used to? Like, I don't know, something like... I've, Not like they used to. Like... Like, I, I have, like, so many visions of just watching old games. Yeah. And you have a, like, you have a look at the crowd and it's just a bunch of just, like, 
Yeah. Such joyous people just dancing and yeah. having a good time yeah. and fours getting hit every third or fourth ball yeah. and all the big guys coming in. And it's such a great atmosphere when they play well, yeah. especially in the Caribbean. Mm. I don't think that that's being replicated. That kind of energy, that kind of vibe, that aura, West Indies cricket just does not possess no. at this point in time. No. I really hope that they can sort of find themselves once again. You know, I don't know where it's going to come from, though. You know what makes me sad about the West Indies? That whenever we talk about the West Indies, generally speaking, or if you listen to like commentators mm. or like you know broadcasters or journalists talking about the West Indies, we always talk about the West Indies from like 50 years ago, 40 years ago. You know, that, yeah. that's how sad it's become. Like this, this current team doesn't, you know, it doesn't make you want to, there's nothing to talk about, you know? You know, it's funny. It's, it's really tough. You know, it's funny when I was watching the promo video for Australia versus the West Indies, right? <laughs> so, you know, the, you know, the, the promo, the Fox Cricket promo, they, they give you like a bit of a teaser of what to expect. Oh, you know, are we going to see like, you know, Steve Smith get a hundred or Manus get a double or Pat Cummins yeah. get a five far. And then the West Indies like, um... Uh, yeah, Alzari <laughs> Joseph. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> is he gonna kick, is he gonna take more than one wicket? Yeah, like innings? you know, I mean, <laughs> like I was like, oh, come, like, come yeah. on, Fox Cricket. Like you know, at least mention Tagnerine. You know, like give give him a little mention. Yeah. You know? To be honest, Tagnerine played. You know, he he did have a good outing. I think he scored yeah. fifty one off seventy nine the first innings. Yes. Second innings he played really well. Forty five off one twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. The way that he batted Nuan was very. Not just his stance, we can talk about his stance, it's almost like his father's, but the way that he was playing, it was such a gritty, great knock, is very, very, rep, uh, yeah. you know, it's very similar to what his father would oh, have done. Yeah. You know, cr- absolutely cracking six of yeah. Pat Cummins, I think, in the first innings. Yeah. Just, I really hope that players like this can spark something. You know, yeah. if, if we talk about the West Indies failing across the, all three formats pretty mm. much. Mm. Sometimes I need like some kind of inspiration to come through. Yeah, you know, let it be Tagnerine and the way that he actually plays. Hopefully, yeah, if he can turn up in the next in the first innings, the next game, yeah. right? Mm. Hopefully, there might be some kind of triple like trickle down effect across the team because I think he can. the West Indies as a whole, the talent's always been there, right? Mm. These are big burly blokes that can hit the ball. Yeah many a meter right mm. it's they've always had that ability mm. it's more of a concentration mentality like sort of like culture inside the dressing room type of feel right but, yeah they're like a dormant line and they've always been a dormant line mm-hmm. like since the 70s man like you would never count out west indies hitting like a massive total yeah you know yeah it's only based off form that's yeah. what it's been yeah i think it's also a care factor as well like they don't yeah. they just don't seem to care Hasid. like they, and it's really mm. sad because the, you know, I was uh, something that really uh, stood out to me was I was watching years ago. I was watching this uh, documentary, or it was more like a, a movie documentary type uh, production um, about the West Indies cricket team from the seventies to the nineties called Fire in Babylon. And you know, when mm. they asked these West Indies cricketers like Clive Lloyd, you know, uh, Vivian Richards, Michael Holding, Desmond Haynes, all these guys, you know, what made you guys so dominant for fifteen years? And their their simple answer was that we played for something bigger than ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, this is yes. getting quite philosophical, quite deep, but effectively, you know, going back to the you know days of the British Empire, right? Like, you know, obviously these countries are all subjugated and they're all under British rule and the whole like white-black divide was quite strong. And so, you know, when the mm. West Indies got to play England, especially in, in cricket, that was like their platform to show, you know, the white man that we are to, like your equal. To get one up on them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that, that was... Equal the, or even better. Exactly. And that was like their inner motivation mm. to do well. And, you know, they would absolutely destroy England. Like they would... <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't out here to like play cricket. They were literally out here to injure blokes, you know. For murder. You know, uh, this takes me back. You know, there's a really good chapter in that film. Uh, if I go back to, I think it was like in 1975, Tony Gregg uh, took... Uh, his England team to the Caribbean, and he said in the news that he really wanted to make the West Indies grovel. 
right? He wanted to make them grovel. I think I've seen have this. You, have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have, yeah. And the West Indies got so triggered by that word grovel because grovel means to yeah. make someone suffer badly. That was on the newspaper or something. Yeah, yeah like, there was, was a headline, like a, right? Like published. Yeah. And the, yeah, the, yeah, West yeah, got, the West Indies got so triggered by that headline that they all like came <laughs> together and then they were like, we will show the Englishman what groveling is and then yeah and i think like three english fans had to go to hospital like it was it got pretty it got pretty violent yeah. right but dude like you know that's the thing but that's the passion they played with that that dedication needs to, the to be a fire yeah there needs to be a fire starter that's it like and um, you know they've been looking for a long time that's, that's the what thing. i'm saying let it be tagnarok let it be something yeah they need to find inspiration somehow and i think i think it almost came okay like that period from like 2011 to about 2017 there was like a brief mm-hmm. rebirth of west indies cricket because they won the t20 world cup in 2012 and they won again in 2016 yeah. there was like a bit of a yep. rebirth i saw like because after that uh, test series you know the west indies went to england or then england came to the west indies for a test series and and the west indies mm-hmm. like absolutely destroyed england in that test series i remember you know like they they won a couple of games like it seemed mm-hmm. like the 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 motivation from winning the world cup had like had a flow on effect into the other um yeah as a woman right yeah Yeah. And then I think, you know, there was a bit of drama around Marlon Samuels and a few players that issued with the board and stuff like that. And then finally West Indies, you know, t- post 2018, they've gone back to that weird sort of media Yeah, that weird weird mediocre, you know, pre to that 2005 era. Mm. So I don't know what it is, man. Like the West Indies like I I want this current team to like look at video footage of the West Indies back in the 70s and 80s and like gulf and like get get inspired, you know? You know, I want to get inspired. Yeah, I want. That's what it comes down like, to. Like, I, I, I want you know Craig Brathwaite and his West Indies team to like watch documentaries of the West Indies cricket team back in the eighties, seventies, and just watch how passionately they played. You know, like, yeah, like you will not have heard of a, a West Indies bowler bowling under one thirty five clicks. Like, it's it's you know, it would be an no, embarrassment. No, no chance. But these guys bowl yeah, exactly day, right. day in day yeah. out. But that's just my thoughts. Look. Um, for Adelaide, no, a, I think just point. to wrap, you know, just to wrap this one up, I think mean, you know, in terms of Adelaide, um, the next test is in Adelaide starts on December the eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it's a, it's a, it's a very batting friendly wicket, um, but spin will play a crucial role. Nathan Lyon will be in amongst the yep. wickets, no doubt. But the West Indies mm-hmm. can the positive they can take away from their batting, uh, from the game is their batting, which which held up pretty mm-hmm. well. I mean, they scored three hundred plus in the second innings. That's that's pretty decent. Yeah. So it's not an easy feat. Definitely yeah. not. So that will be their best chance, I think. Their bowling is just just not up to the mark. That's yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh it's a good wrap up no one. I think uh I think you're pretty much spot on there. Yeah. If they can sort of weasel their way into getting these big dogs out like Manus and yeah. and uh and Smith yeah. somehow. Yeah. Right? They've obviously got plenty of balls to analyze their stroke play oh, yeah, now yeah, yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. innings alone, 100%, 100%. right? 100%. So hopefully yeah. they can give it give these guys a better fight. Exactly. Let's move continents to Asia. Asia. Another test match. So it's your lucky day, you know. I, know, I can't uh, believe I'm talking about two test matches I'm this episode. So, I'm getting so excited right now. This is, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can see I'm it in blushing. your face. I'm blushing, I, bro. <laughs> you're, you're, you're blushing because they're talking about two yeah. test matches. So that's, like, <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> um, we are talking about the Pakistan and England game. Yeah. And you know there's something substantial to talk about if I want to talk about a second test match. Yeah, that's episode, wild, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Rawal Pindi Cricket Stadium. I want to talk about this pitch first of yeah. all. I've never seen. <laughs> I don't think many. I don't think anyone's no. ever seen. This. I think there were a few records broken as well. Yes. The amount of like runs that were scored in a single day. Yeah. When it wasn't even ninety overs that were played. I think it was seventy five overs, overs that were played. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how many runs did this boy score? Do you know? I think it was like six hundred and fifty seven. Six fifty seven, but I think they scored about five hundred in seventy five overs. Correct. Yeah, they made five hundred and six runs in seventy five overs, mm. and then 
657 runs in 101 overs. Like, what? You know, there was a, there was a, really, nice, there was a really nice post uh, from uh, Wazim Akram on Twitter. And he was like, mm. I have seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> 506 runs in 75 overs. That is ridiculous. Um, it is ridiculous, man. And like, we're talking about the first five, five, first five batsmen all turned up. Yeah. And the bloke that didn't turn up, you wouldn't guess, you wouldn't even, you couldn't <laughs> believe it. Joe Root is the only one that didn't, that didn't catch yeah. it. I just want to stop 122, you. Zach Crawley. I just want to Ben Duck at 107. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? I saw you trying to be there. Whenever, I always find this so funny, right? So, like, whenever you hmm. have, like, a team score a massive total... There's always like four or five blokes that have like turned up, got big scores, and there's always like one bloke <laughs> that's out for a duck or like makes five. Yeah. And he's the and like he's the one that's actually been carrying the team yeah. for like ten years. Like as even, well. even like, he's like yeah. Far even in the West Indies Australia game, like Dev Warner's out for like five or like four. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and he's like pretty much the yeah. Always happens, but uh. Oh man. But yeah, look. Um, Ridiculous, man! I can't believe this has happened because I was at the gym while this game was yeah. going on. I was watching with um. I was watching. Oh, I wasn't watching it. He was watching the game. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A close friend of mine. Yeah, and he's like, "Man, this is happening. This is happening." And I'm like, "Holy macaroni, yeah, man!" Like, yeah. I was actually super scared that these guys would take Sri Lanka's total record, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. Time, yes. Because normally you don't see nine. You don't see scores like this. But no. the fact that they scored it in seventy five was in one day. Yeah. A hundred percent, you could warrant them batting again yeah. for at least another like three yeah. hours or four hours the next day. At that yeah. current run rate, they would have scored a thousand runs. Yeah. Yeah. I think 957 was the score that Lanka scored 952. in 97. Yeah, yeah. 952, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 340, Jaisu, I remember. Yeah. My man. <laughs> it's, um, um, but we were in strife with that record being broken. Yeah, I know. No, they weren't going to get what that. What are your thoughts? What's going on here? Because I, I know the Royal Pindy the pitch yeah. has been deemed less than the ICC standard as well previously. I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. And, like, why... like. Is that... See, Pakistan... I don't even know what to talk Paki- about with Pakistan, like, what, What's happening? Yeah, see, Pakistan do this thing. When, even when Australia was there, they, they always try mm. to make pitches that, you know, favour their batsmen or favour their bowlers, and they ruin it in the process. They, they, they either create, like, the absolute flattest of flattest decks, right? <laughs> or they'll produce, yeah. like, a raging turn-up, and, like, nobody can do anything, right? But <laughs> Pakistan producing lifeless pitches has been, like, a bit of a problem for a while now, and... Even as far yeah. back as like two thousand nine, when Sri Lanka there was like a Sri Lanka there was like a Sri Lanka Pakistan test match, and Sri Lanka made like six fifty, and then Pakistan replied with like five eighty or something, and then it just meandered into yeah. like a boring draw. So something needs to be like done about yeah, like something exactly something needs to be done about this, you know. And Ramis Raja was well, the the chairman of Pakistan cricket. He he was pretty like he was embarrassed. He said he said this pitch is embarrassing. Oh really? Yeah, he was like, I don't want to see like pitches like this being made like. You know, yes, you want to like support your team, but this is this is abysmal. Like, it's gone beyond. Dad, <laughs> you know, what yeah. what, what is a, a good quality cricket pitch? And uh, I mean, look, you know, England would have. You know, I think this game is still ongoing. So by the time this podcast gets released, um, things will have changed. But if we just have a yeah. look at you know even Pakistan's first innings, um, they <laughs> had they had three blokes turn up as well. You know, Aga Salman yeah. made fifty three, Baba Azam one hundred thirty six, like. It's been a bit of a fill your boots kind of kind of you know period of Test cricket. Yeah, but I uh, mean Pakistan lost their first wicket for two hundred twenty five. Yeah, like just for reference. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> I don't know. Like it's. I mean, it's, I mean what, what did England have? England lost it for two thirty three. Yeah. so pretty not bad. It's just, I mean, it's not it's 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 fun and not fun. Like it's you know it's nice to see batsmen. It's not do fun. It. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. I mean, unless you unless you like T20s, because well, uh, yeah. your boy Ben Stokes hit 41 off 18. Yeah, he did. Never yeah, he had a bit of a, he had a good day out. <laughs> no, the guy that really stood out for me was um, Harry Brook uh, for England. Yep. Um, he played. He was in the he was in the England World Cup T Twenty squad as well. I think he was. He played a couple of games in the T Twenty. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it's interesting to see that some some of England's uh, you know white ball players are now in the Test arena as well. That's quite fascinating to me. But you yeah. know, it just goes to show you the way this game is evolving, Hasid. You know, like I think because of T Twenty now, you know, scoring in Test cricket has has rapidly gone up. Mm, now, now, now you're getting me excited. Yeah. Did you say T20? Did you say T20? T20, yes, unfortunately, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but speaking of, man, I'm really surprised that Liam Livingston's actually playing Test cricket now. Yeah, that's, I don't think I agree that's, with that. That's like, a weird one, uh, man. That's yeah, I don't, I don't. What's his role? What's his role coming after Ben Stokes? Like, like he's not, he's not like a he's a, he can bat, of course. Like I'm not denying his batting ability, but to come after Ben Stokes, you know, that's that's a big position. Yeah, that's and number I think six. The only reason why he's a number six batsman. The... Yeah, number six or seven? No, uh, seven. Oh yeah, yeah. In, in like in T twenties. Yeah, but the thing is, like, he only made it into the English side anyway because of the way that he was playing in T twenty derbies around the world. I think he played yeah. in the Big Bash. And yeah, you know, obviously the Nat the Nat West T twenty comps as well. He's yeah. played well in those, so he made it into the T twenty squad. Yeah, I, I right? feel and like now he's playing Test cricket. That's the thing, you know. I feel like when we talk about Test cricket, I feel like tra- Test cricket is going through this really like weird transformative phase where like. It's being pulled in different directions, right? You know, like... Yeah, I agree. T20 has made Batson more aggressive, and as a result, I think the average run rate in a test match has now increased by 0.1 of a run, or like one and a half runs. So I think between 2000 to 2015 or 2010, the average run rate was about three runs per over, right? But now okay. it's very common to score at like three and a half, four, or even five runs and over in a test match. Like it is like an aggregate, like a like a like an average. So the t- mm. the T20 revolution has certainly made batsmen more aggressive, look for runs more often. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it, and, there, and I think like the, the opening up of like different shots that you wouldn't really see too often yeah. previously. Like yeah. I know, like I don't know how many reverse sweeps we saw. Yeah. I saw the highlights for the the England Pakistan game. Yeah. Many a reverse sweep, and mm. you wouldn't really see that. I mean, the reverse sweep's been around for a long time. Yeah. I think. Um, I think it was Andy Flair. I saw, yeah, uh, hit a couple of reverse whips to Shane Warne back in 1999 yeah. or something like that. But yeah, it was quite rare. But now you see it all the time, and it's that's the thing. It's it's made Batson more adventurous, which is good as well. Yes. Um, I think the other thing it's done is on the on the downside. I guess it's made Test cricket a lot shorter. Okay. I I, this, I found this mm. interesting stat where I think there's only like 10 or 15 percent of Test matches now reaching the full five days. Mm. A lot of test matches are now uh, finishing within four days. It's very rare to, to even go to the fifth day. And even when you get to the fifth mm. day, you only play for like the first or second session and the game's done. You, yeah, you, know, you never see it. You never right? see it for five days. So this is yet... Do you think that yeah. there needs to be something that changes with regards to the rules or something like that? Because we see rule changes all the time when it comes to T20 and ODI. And that's... You know, it, people are, are like... Mm. It's a really good question. That's a re- that's an excellent question because people talk about preserving Test cricket and keeping Test cricket pure and 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 you know yeah. like you know un uh, what do you call it? like untarnished or like you know not contaminated by all this modern technology and rules and things like that. But at the same time, like you know, it's, a, not, it's you can't do that with the actual players and the way that they actually no, that's the thing. use their different tactics and shots and yeah. this and that. But right? the next minute you got you know, so, now you got day night test cricket, the pink ball. You can now right. you can you now have like three. That's cha- a big gimmicky though, in my opinion. I yeah. don't know if I like the day nighter. You know, and then you now have you now have three reviews as well. So people talk about let's not like let's not let's not uh, ruin test cricket or like let's not change test cricket, but you still have to like make changes at some point. You know. You know what I would like to see? That I'm just thinking about it now. Yeah. Push back the boundaries like they used to be back in the day. Like back to the fence. 
back to the fence. Bro. It's wow. probably a bit OH&S, right? Oof. But just for test cricket, because ha- because now it's so, like, you, you never see, uh, you know, you see players run fours and stuff sometimes. You they do, yeah, 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 yeah. And well, it, was such a, it was such a great contest, right? It's interesting but, you mentioned that, because um, in, in, in the Australia-West mm. Indies test match, they were actually running fours. So Steve Smith and Miles were running fours. Literally, yeah, yeah, but that's because the Perth Like multiple it, fours? Yeah, they did it a few times. The, wow. Perth, the Perth Stadium is a huge ground, though. It's an absolutely huge ground. Um, I'd love yeah. to, I'd love to go there one day. I've never been I've never been there, of course, but I'd love to see what it what it's mm. like. Mm. But you know, when I when I look at these two games, like I just think it, it it's it's a sign of the times, man. Things are changing rapidly. You know, it's it's obviously made bowlers become a lot more like uh, you know careful with how they bowl or what to bowl. Yeah, and it, it makes Test cricket exciting, but we also have to be careful of like not creating pitches or not creating not having teams that play and produce like results that you know don't do well for test cricket like it's that's right you gotta yeah. find that balance and that's that's the really hard thing like test cricket is five days for a reason yeah let's use the five days yeah like right? like and let's find out a way to make sure that it's a feasible accomplishment for both teams to achieve yeah right like you know yeah. the reason why it's called test cricket is because it's the ultimate test you know it's the ultimate test of your ability it's as ulti- ultimate well test. it is no, come on no it is of your ability as a cricketer right you know, Cricketer. yeah. Like, can you, you know, can you survive there for three hours or four hours, just yeah. like you know, blocking? Yes. It's it's above all a mental game more than a more than a physical. No, game. it is. Yes, I agree. You know, it's the ultimate examination of your skills as a cricketer. Mm. And like seeing, you know, seeing the West Indies play the way they do, like uh, you know, the way that the way these results are panning out, this Australia West Indies game, this has been for the last like five six years, man. Like. Mm. The, yeah, the the big worry is the West Indies. Like, they were just such a proud and, you know, such a strong cricket team, you know? Like, they were just... They were fearsome, you know? Like, they were they were just the best of the best. And to see the way they've just fallen is just... It hurts, man. It's hurtful. Yeah. You know? One thing, one thing I will respect about Australia as a cricket team is that they always keep a standard. Now, I know they've had their, like, off-field issues and the whole Justin Langer and ball tampering, but what I'm talking about when it comes to, like... Playing what are you cri- talking about? When it comes to playing cricket, like, Australians keep a standard, you know what I mean? Like, they will have ebbs and flows. There'll be times where they're, like, absolute rubbish, right? We saw that post-Shane Warne, you know, Australia was looking for a spinner for, like, 10 years. That's normal, right? though. You expect yeah. that. Shane Warne's one in a generation. But Australia, one, one in multiple generations. Right? But Australia keeps, like, mm-hmm. a certain standard. There's a certain level. There's a certain benchmark that they always keep. And that's why, yeah. you know, any cricket team, any, any team that plays against Australia, they always feel good when they perform well against Australia. Oh, of course. Why? Because yeah. Australia are just that kind of a team. They're tough, you know? They've got that culture, man. That's that the culture thing. culture about them. On and off the field. That's the That's thing. That's what it is. And West Indies don't have no, that No, they the don't. Moment. I wonder how their domestic... Uh, the domestic Structure is? You know. Yeah. I mean, it's got to start at a grassroots level. You can't just put guys into no. the international... You have to, you have to instill a love and a passion for cricket. You know, that's the that's the thing. Like you have to. I think it's there. I think it's there, surely. But it's not like I mean, it's hard to replicate the love that the that the countries had in the seventies and eighties because they were just like, it it meant uh, it was way more than cricket cricket. in those days. That's the thing. That's that's the key phrase here. But you can't replicate that now. But that's You you can't right. But that's the that's the phrase. More than cricket, you know. Um, the West Indies yeah. that played in the 70s and 80s and 90s, they, it was more than a game for them, you know? It was literally, like I said earlier, like it's, it's, it was a means for them to show that they were equals in the cricket world, you know what I mean? 
you know, I but feel there's, there's no we can't you can't draw upon that at this day and age. No, it's not relevant yeah, as much. That's the thing, and I mean, I know the West Indies are big, uh, big supporters of the the Black Lives Matter movement and things like that, you know, um, and they really adhere to those sort of principles, which is which is great. But you know, the whole yep. Black Lives Matter movement is more just like a, a holistic sort of thing to end racism. It, it's not, it's not intrinsic. It's not, it's not West Indies yeah, specific. Yeah, it's not intrinsic yeah. to the Caribbean person. So. Mm-hmm. They just, I just feel like, you know, I just want Craig Brathwaite to get his whole West Indies team and I want them to watch Fire in Babylon. Um, that, that West Indies, <laughs> hot, no, dude. Uh, you know what, you know what I want, no one? I want you to slide, slide into Tegnerai and Chandapur's DMs <laughs> and you need to tell him this yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, wagwan, like, hey, like, man, wagwan. Wagwan, <laughs> wagwan, wagwan, my brother. Yeah, you'll need to watch a, you'll need to watch a documentary. <laughs> He's going to inspire y'all <laughs> to go out there and bat and bat and bat and bat. Bat and bat. Oh, jeez. Oh, look, I think that's quite enough. Yeah. I, I think we're going to have to wrap this episode yeah. up, everyone, before, uh, before you start losing the plot, all right? Um, <laughs> oh, beautiful dear. episode for you. We got to chat a lot of tests. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, Had a lot of fun we today. We are excited to see. I'm, yeah, I can <laughs> yeah. tell. A lot of giggles and laughs got out of you. <laughs> Definitely one or two too many Jamaican accents as well. So uh, <laughs> we might need to put a disclaimer on this episode. Disclaimers. I'm, 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 I'm down for disclaimers. I'll let them know there's a few Caribbean voices in here. But that's all good. But yeah, we'll wrap this up. Yeah. No one, unless you've got something else to add. No, um, no. No, look, no, uh, no. So we'll have a, we've got, uh, we've got like a, what day did you say the next test match was? Uh, so it starts on 8th. December the 8th. So that is, 8th, uh, okay. yeah, so that is on the, so next, uh, next Thursday, well, you know, uh, Thursday, is okay. when the, is when the second test is. And then after that, the South Africans are coming and that should be a really, I'm keen for that. To that be should be a really, really good test series, uh, given the history and given everything. I think, I don't think they've played any test cricket since, uh, the ball tampering, uh, this is going to be the first Australia South Africa series since, spicy one. since uh, yeah since the ball tampering uh, scandal. So uh, you know okay. South Africans South Africans always come at you hard. So they will be really really good uh, opponents. Hundred percent. So next Thursday is the day to look out for. Yep. Definitely looking forward to West Indies giving the Aussies a bit more of a battle. Yes. Um, losing by one sixty four isn't the worst, but if you have a look at the scorecard a little bit more closely, you can see it was very one sided throughout the yeah throughout the test. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll leave the Royal Pindy Express game for now. We'll see what happens. There. Yeah, <laughs> the it's game's still, still going on. Still ongoing, definitely. <laughs> hopefully, the next match is a uh, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, there's more, more, more wickets flowing. Yeah, you know no, what I mean. We, we don't want to see. Yeah. You know, if you want to watch a T Twenty, man, we could have watched. Uh, could have watched those guys play the T Twenty. Literally, well. literally. That's it for me, no one. And I think that's it from you as well. So we might wrap yeah. this one up. Thanks everyone for tuning in again. I uh, will catch you all next week. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. See ya. Yeah.